When life gets crazy, Walmart helps you keep it all together. Now with a little extra help from Instacart. If you need your groceries now-ish, but your options for going to Walmart are later-ish or never-ish, you can get everything delivered through Instacart right to your door in as fast as an hour. Skip the shop and savor more of your busy life with Walmart and Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy to use app and convenient betting locations district wide. Online, in app, or in person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. Hey, Namaste, bitches. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm here with my co host, Melissa Feaster. Namaste, bitches. What's up? We are so happy to be back, as always, seeing my beautiful co host, Teresa, talking to you guys. Of course, though, first off, a huge big thank you to everyone. You know who you are, leaving all of those amazing comments and reviews wherever you listen to your podcast. We love them. We read them all and we just really appreciate. So please keep those nice namaste positive messages coming. Yeah, and I now I just want to add thank you so much. Yes, we do read them. Thank you for leaving them and we love you guys. And we really, really love the nice ones over the not nice ones. Yeah, we love, love, love those, of course. You guys, we are coming off a big week. As you hopefully listened to our podcast last week, we had the one and only Juicy Joe Judice <laughs> on our podcast. If you didn't listen, you best check it out. And you know, we're going to get there. Teresa and I are, we're going to get there on the video. So you can see videos of our podcast too. But I wish that you could have seen us talking and just Teresa and Joe and like, I, Teresa, like I, I didn't even tell you, like I could feel the emotion coming through with things that Joe was saying, with things that you were saying like, I wish they could have seen you and your like facial reactions. And I know you hadn't been getting emotional on some of those parts. Yeah, I was. I mean, I mean, I think you could tell, like I was like putting my head down, you know, like I didn't want him to see me. The part that I got emotional about, um, and I, you know, I was moving my computer screen up and down so he could like, so he couldn't see me. The part that I, you know, really got to me is when he talked about my parents because he really was you know, an amazing son-in-law. He was so good to my parents. He really, really was. I know my parents, you know, did adore him. You know, I know they got upset, of course, you know, when the whole legal stuff happened. But I know they know in their heart that he didn't mean to do it. So, but I mean, he was good to them. I can't take that away from him. And um, so, and he, and he brought them up. And like, I remember when my mom passed away, he was like a mess. He was, he was mess. like, yeah, he was devastated and vice versa. Even when my dad passed, cause I mean, he, I know he loved them both dearly. 
when you guys spent so much time together, I mean, if we are seeing it, watching the show, if we are seeing you and Joe together all the time with your mom and dad, I can only imagine because those are just snippets of your real life, right? Like those are just little pieces. I can only imagine how much, if we saw it that much, I can only imagine how much you guys really did spend together. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think I was telling you privately, Melissa, like my parents, like I didn't, you know, they loved hanging out with us because we actually, you know, we hung out with my parents. Joe used to play cards with my dad, you know, like the Italian cards, the American cards. I would hang out with my mother, you know, with the kids and stuff. So, but they, we actually spent time together. So it's not like I use them just for babysitting. Like some people say that wasn't the case at all. Wait, you can't do that. Cause that's what I do with my parents. Yeah. I mean, listen, once in a blue moon, um, no, sorry. Not even once in a blue like, like when they were little, I didn't used to go out that much because they were little. And it's like, I don't know, we didn't go out that much. But then as as I started getting older, Joe and I started doing date night. So that's when I would ask my parents to watch them because just for to go to, for date night. But Teresa, everybody does that. No, I know. But like I, I'm watching back clips now and I'm watching things that, you know, like my sister-in-law was saying, and it's like crazy. It's like, first of all, I never use my parents like to go away on vacation and like for a week or so, like, like my mom wasn't about that. She's like, you had your kids, so you watched them. So I never, we, Joe and I never did that. We never went on vacation. You would bring them on vacation. Oh yeah, I would bring them on vacation. Exactly. I would bring them, but I never left them to watch our kids, you know? Right. I mean, I think when, once I was working and then it was like, that's the only time it was like three, but then the kids were older and they were older, you know, I'm saying when they were younger, I never did that. We, we always would take our kids with us on vacation and my parents on vacation with us, you know? Yeah. So, but they, you know, I I miss them tremendously. I miss them dearly. You know, it's definitely a void, you know, in my heart that they're not here. And I know in my children's heart and, and I know Joe definitely misses them also. For sure. And you, and you could tell, and when we were talking about it, even the memory that he brought up of how long you and his family have been connected since literally you were in your mom's belly. Yeah. Like his parents were cool. They were be- like good friends. Literally how, I didn't even know, Teresa, how long really you and Joe and the families go back. I mean, you've literally, I started out by saying, you know, Teresa, anyone that you love for 20 years, <laughs> I love. But you've literally known him your whole life. Yeah, I did. And But the thing is, we didn't get together. Like, you know, we used to play house when we were younger. It's funny. Like when, we were, like, when our parents used to hang out. And then there was a period that I didn't see him. Like, my teenage years. And then around 17, when I got my license, 17, 18, I saw him a little bit here and there. But um, he had a girlfriend. So that was it. And then I ended up getting a boyfriend at 18. And I had a boyfriend. On and off for six years. So then after that, that's when I got together with Joe. So I didn't get together with Joe till I was 24. I was thinking that you guys knew each other for two decades, but you literally have known and been each other's life since you were in your mom's belly. I mean, that's just crazy to see how long you've been in each other's lives, loved each other, you know, been through what you've been through. And I think the coolest part for me as a, someone who loves you to who's someone who has been with Bravo and the housewives since the start, you know, the show is called real housewives. Right. 
so many now, you know, they're not really housewives. They're they, maybe a lot don't have kids. Maybe they're not even married. So you are literally the epitome of a real housewife. You started the show with three young, young babies. Your guy is just working hard, you know, blue collar. Yeah. You know, it wasn't this like, you know, in private jets and on super yachts and in $25 million houses that the show has now become and so much like you are literally what the show was meant to be. Yeah. I mean, listen, Joe gave me, you know, look, you know, we lived in a beautiful house. He was a great provider. You know, I, I thought I had it all. I really did. I really did. I was like, I had the perfect life until it all came crashing down one day. But it was, you know, but I literally, like you say, I was literally a housewife. I really was. I was a housewife. I mean, I, I took care of the kids and I, I took care of the house. I mean, I don't even think I had a cleaning lady back then. Or maybe eventually I got one like once a week or whatever. No nanny. Oh, yeah. No nanny. Definitely no nanny. No, I... I you know, I was very hands-on with my kids and, um, yeah, no, I was, I was a housewife, like, you know, took care of the house, made dinner, take care of the children like that. And I enjoyed doing it. Cause like I didn't have a job or whatever. So that was, you know, I loved being a mom, a wife, you know, and I was really good at it. I was like, I, I was a real, real housewife. <laughs> I've told you a hundred times as someone, a, I don't have even have four and I have two under five and I'm like, Oh my God, I need help. Like I need help. So the fact that you did, well, you, you work, it's different, you know, still like you had double the, well, you had three starting out when we saw you from the show, but still to do it with four young ones. And you guys, you were literally like the housewife. You didn't work. You stayed home. You, you know, managed the house. You did all the cooking. You took care of the kids. And then the man, your husband would go off to the job He'd bring home the bacon. He'd come home for the bacon. And you guys were like the old school man and wife. Like you stay home, you take care of the house. I'm going to stay home. Yes, that's exactly how it was. You know his business. No, and that's talking about that. No, like he, I remember one time asking him, I'm like, Joe, do I have to like sign tax papers or whatever? And he's like, no, he's like, no, treat, treat. Everything's good. Everything's good, you know. Don't worry about it. So if I ever asked him anything about his business, like I just knew that he owned apartment buildings, you know, he used to flip homes. That's it. But like he never told me his business, like nothing. Like he, it was like that. Like I, and I never really cared to ask. Like I wasn't that kind of wife that like pried into his business or, you know, how some wives like, what are you doing? What's happening? Yeah. Want to know everything because like if in the back of their mind, they're thinking like, you know, if I divorce this guy, I want to make sure I know where all the money is like that. Right. Like, I think nowadays, like we're living 2022 and you know what? And you know what? Women should be like that. They should know everything because, and God forbid something happens. Like you oh. should know everything that's going on. I was the naive housewife, like the old school, like very sheltered housewife that just, I don't know. I just trusted Joe. And, um, I didn't ask any questions and I just, I just went with the flow, but you know, and now in hindsight, I should have. I can't tell you how many I talk to that are just like, my husband does his thing. I do my thing. And they're not like thinking, what if, like you were just saying, I had the perfect life until I didn't and it all crumbled. They're not thinking, 
what if this happens? Or what if I catch him bone in some like secretary hall? Or what if I, you know, papers are signed that aren't legit. There aren't like so many still, however many years later are in the same situation. So, you know, I hate that you went through it, but I'm happy that you then can share the story that Joe, Joe, it came on to talk with us, to share his side, to share his story. Listen, I know, and I know, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I know Joe is a great, great guy. Oh, I was going to say to you, what do you, what do you, what you didn't oh, think of? Oh my gosh. So like, and, and what I love too, is that, you know, what we saw on the show, it was as every, all these shows, it's like drink, 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 party, party, party. Like we know people are different when they're drinking. And we saw a lot of that with Joe. He didn't want to film. He was drinking a lot. That's not a good combination. Yeah. So to see Joe, the real Joe, the guy who loves, loves his girls more than life itself, who loved your parents, loved his parents, loves his family, loved you. Like that is what I knew was there and I wanted to see because like that was the refreshing part, not the bullshit that you see on TV because of circumstances that you don't even know that's going on. You don't know that Joe doesn't want to film. You don't know that they're like drink, 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 drink. After a long day, you have a camera in your face, families running around, kids are running around and you're reaching like a point. And unfortunately the camera catches it. Like I wanted to see the Joe I knew was there. And not only that, I don't know if I told you before when we were waiting for you to get on, when Joe was on and I was talking to him and because we all know how tech savvy you are. Yeah. The girls were helping set up your computer. I, yeah. I, I said to Gabriella, I was like, please, can you you know help me? She's so good. She was amazing. And she's on. And then Joe pops up and she's like, Hey daddy. And it's just like, I didn't even want to be there. I, I, it was so cool that I was just like witnessing. I was sitting in the background, just witnessing this dialogue and this happiness of a dad and a daughter seeing each other. And they're like, how are you, daddy? You know, still, how old is she? 16, 15? Gabriella's 17. And then Melania said, you said Melania was on, right? came on. Yeah. And she's 16. Melania's 16. And listen, we all know Melania and Gabriella, they, you know, they ain't down for any shit. And they come on, these badass chicks who are like, I'm not going to film. I'm going to tell you that you're a stinky butthole, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> and they come on and they're like, hi, daddy. How are you, daddy? I mean, it was just Joe's checking in. It was just so cool to see. Like, I wasn't even there. And they were just having a conversation with their dad. And Joe's face was just so excited to see them. They were so happy to see daddy. It was just, it was incredible. And Joe, which, you know, was again, before you came on, Joe, I was talking about Italy, like your family's still there. Are you going to go back? He's like, why am I going to go spend the money? It's cold there. It's winter. I'm in the Bahamas. It's 70 degrees. Plus that money, like the first thought could be so many things. And he said, you know what? Plus that money, I could take it and buy Melania a new car or contribute to a Melania having a new car. Like that's his first thought. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, he, he's a great dad. Um, I want him to get back on his feet. Like, you know, he got a great job now in the Bahamas. And I I want him to be back where he was. I really do. I want him to be successful. And I know he's going to be. And he even said it. Did you hear? He said he's he's going to be back on top. And because, you know, of course, I want that for him. 
And just like he's happy for me, you know, I'm happy for him. Like I want him to be happy and, and successful. You know, I can't wait, you know, eventually he said, you know, he's not, he's not thinking about getting married, but I'm, I'm sure down the line, once he's all settled, cause you know, obviously, you know, he got thrown to another country just like that with nothing. Imagine that. No, I can't, like, I cannot go into it. Exactly. So it's like, he's, so he's starting over. He's starting all over again. So I know, I know Joe, he wants to be set before ever, like getting to, to settle down with another woman, you know, like, like he said, he has a lot of friends, you know, <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, which I don't blame him, but before he settles down, like, I'm sure he wants everything to be good financially with his kids and all that. And then, then I'm sure eventually then he'll settle down. So we've been talking a lot about health on this podcast, and now we're going to talk about gut health. And I know a lot of you, I've seen all the comments and messages, have reached out to say you have similar problems. And I know that bloating and gas are not the sexiest things to be talking about, but in real life, affecting me for sure, that is why you always have to take care of your gut health. You know, I just started taking something new for that. It's called Symbiotic Plus. It's from the company called Ritual. Teresa, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I love Ritual because it's science-backed and research-stacked. And the reason Symbiotic Plus is so great for gut health is because it's actually prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic. I like it because it's a delayed-release capsule, so I don't feel nauseous after taking it. And it actually has a minty taste too. Mm. And that's what I love about it. Definitely. That is a bonus. And Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide, your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. So Melissa, that's why Ritual is offering 10% off during your first three months. That is a great offer. 10% off, all you have to do is visit ritual.com slash namaste to start ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash namaste. Do you think, because he's in the Bahamas, you know, he left Italy, it's just not realistic. Like to have four young girls under the age of eight, I mean, at the time, right? To have four young girls, a family, to live in Italy all the way across the pond. So then he's like, you know what? Because I love my girls, I need to get back to as close as I actually can. The Bahamas. It's a three, you know, it's like he said, it's you guys driving Atlantic City. Yeah, that's what he did because he was like, it was too far. Like the kids went to Italy to see him. You know, I first of all, I went there first with the kids. And then after that, they went by themselves. But then, and not even that, there's no work in Italy. Right. There's no, there's, it's like, it's, yeah, there's no jobs. I I guess unless you're like, you know, something big and you have schooling behind you, then maybe you could find a job. But, and he does construction. I guess the town where he lives in, you know, where we're from, Sala Gunzalina, there was no work there. You know, there was definitely no work there. And then I, then he went to live in the, in the city part of it which was um you know like new york right that city there was called salerno so he went there and again there was like it's more of a city so like i guess he couldn't find a job either you know and then he was meeting a lot of people that got deported there so and i guess um 
And I even told him because I met a family that he got deported to Italy and then he moved to the Bahamas and they they have a restaurant now in the Bahamas. And it's so crazy. I met this family when Joe was in jail. Isn't that crazy? I met them through a friend of mine. We went to the Bahamas and I met them. Wow. Not knowing anything of Joe getting deported, nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, listen, if there was, it was a possibility, but not knowing if that was really going to happen or not, you know, and I met this family. See, it's like God prepares you for things in life. And I met them and they were a beautiful family. And, um, I'm like, this could be me. You know, this is, this could be me. And she, at the time she was living, she used to live in New Jersey. Then she moved to Florida. So she was traveling from Florida to Bahamas. And now I know she's living in Bahamas full time. But my point is, it's like, it was just too much back and forth. A lot. And I know, you know, I'm not going to say who the, the family is, but I know she wasn't happy with the situation. Like, you know, because you know, what's the saying? When the, when the cat's away, the mice play. So, <laughs> you know what else I wanted to ask you? When I asked both of you, because you know what we saw on camera on the show, when you went to Italy for the first time to see him after he was deported, I said, did you guys know in both of your heads that you were done or were you thinking you were going to give it another shot? You stayed very quiet and you let him answer first. Well, because I didn't want to hurt his feelings, you know? So you knew. I didn't know, but I figured, you know, when I saw him, it was going to actually be more of confirmation. And when I saw him, like, I knew right away. And I just gave him a tap kiss. With a tap kiss? Like a mwah? Yeah, that was it. I hugged him and that was it. And then here I am, like, so nervous because I knew I did not want to be with him you know, sexually at all. So now we're staying in a hotel because we're filming this. This is all being filmed. So now we're we're staying in a hotel and listen to how crazy this is. Adriana would not leave my side. She would not leave my side. She wanted to sleep with me. So she slept with me and I was totally fine with that. I was like, I was kind of happy about that. There's no way joking slide in if she's there. Yeah, so correct. So Gia, the other girls had their own hotel, you know, own rooms. Like it was two and two in each room. Adriana wanted to sleep with me. It's like so crazy. It's like she knew they didn't want to leave me alone. It's like in a weird way. She was she was young. She was what six, you know, and she wanted to be with me, and I love that because I didn't want. And then Joe sl- slept on the couch. In our room, he said anything like "Hey, baby, trying." I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll tell this guy. I mean, hopefully, he won't be listening to my podcast. <laughs> but this is what's so crazy. Like, then the next day, he comes to lay right next to me in the bed, and then you know he's trying to, you know, kiss me and stuff, and I and I want to know part of that. So then he got on top of me, and like he tried to kiss me, and I wouldn't open my mouth. You just were so over it. Yeah. I was just saying, and then I was like, my hands are down on, on the side of me. And I'm like, I'm like, Joe, and, and Adriana's right next to us sleeping. I'm like, Joe, Adriana's sleeping right next to us. I'm like, can you please get off of me? I'm like, this is not going to happen right now. I'm like, Adriana's right next to us. Like, what are you doing? And then he got off of me. You could tell he was like a little annoyed. 
And um, I mean, not that it was going to happen then, but I guess he just wanted to see if I would give him some loving or something, you know, and I didn't give any. I didn't feel it, you know, unfortunately. It was and, so I, over it. And, and I felt, yeah, I felt bad. Like I didn't hold his hand at all. The only thing I did was, you know, in, in Italy, when they, you put your arm underneath their arm, like I did that with him at one point. But usually I was, you know, with my kids the whole time. So I was just like with my kids the whole time. Yeah. And I was, it was only, I was only there three days. Do you guys ever have a conversation where you're like, Joe, I'm done. Like this is not going to work. Yeah. I mean, he could tell. Melissa, I didn't have to say anything. He could just tell. And that was it. He could just tell. And then right after that, right after that, he went to Mexico. Right after he went to Mexico. And then that's when um, someone was filming him with girls with thongs on. And that's when they sent it to TMZ. And then it was all over TMZ. And then I was just like, okay, checkmate. That means like I was done. (laughs) Because, you know, it's like, he knew. I mean, like there was no connection whatsoever. And um, he could tell, you know, he could just tell. And then the thing is, I was so upset because I lost, I kind of blamed, I was resentful towards him because I lost my mom. After eight months, I came home. So I, I was resentful because of that. And then I, I said to myself, like, if I go see him and if I feel something, okay, but I just, I didn't, like nothing. I mean, but that's what was so incredible too for me. And I said that to both of you guys. That look at everything you freaking have been through. And you we're still here, the three of us, chit-chatting, making jokes. You guys are laughing. Like it was just so cool. It was raw. It was real. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, like and that's the thing. Like we're, everything's fine now. Cause I guess time heals all wounds, you know, and the thing, the only time. If, we, if sometimes we even have a disagreement, it's just because it's hard to co-parent, you know, from like two different states, you know. So that's the only thing. And, and of course, you know, I am doing it all on my own. And some days do I get frustrated? Of course I do. Some days. That's me all day, 24-7. Yeah. So, I mean, some days I do get frustrated. But unfortunately, I do feel bad for him because, of, like, you know, he got just thrown into another country just like that with nothing and had to start all over again. So I'm just being patient. And of course I'm doing it to be impatient, of course, for my daughters also. And I know he's a good man and I, you know, he's a good dad and I can't wait for him to be back on top. Do you think he'll ever get back to the States? We're working on that right now. Matter of fact, um, Louie went to go pick, I I was going to go today to go pick up all his paperwork from the immigration attorney and louis so cute i freaking love him man he's like my getting a little bit want to bite him um he's like he's like baby after the podcast (laughs) he's like babe he's like i'm gonna go for you he's like he's like i don't know if that's gonna be emotional for you or like it bring back you know memories and stuff like that he's so sweet right he's not so sweet so he went for me He, he he picked everything up and i know the girls matter of fact are in the process now of writing letters so he's joe is talking to you know an attorney and the girls are in the process of writing letters because they, they have to submit them of why they want their father to come back to this country i mean is there any do they say did the attorney say that there's even a shred of possibility this could happen i have no idea like i haven't talked to him about it so i guess you know 
Like, you never know. Like, listen, never say never, right? Never say never. What does he do? Come back to Jersey and live right near you guys? Oh, I have no idea. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, has, he has all his family here. So he definitely come back to Jersey. He has a brother, sister, his mother. He has so many cousins, so, so many aunts and uncles. He has a, Joe has a Great. huge family, huge family, huge. So, like, my thing is, I mean, listen, would I want to come back? Of course, I wish he would come back for the girls, for his family. Oh, my God, they would be so happy. But listen, never say never. And I know they're working on it. And look, you know how amazing Louis is? He wrote a letter. I told him the girls were writing letters. And he's like, baby, he's like, I just want you to know I wrote a letter. I'm going to give it to Gia so she could submit it. Just, you know, writing a letter like how I see him as a dad and how I think he should be. I was like, oh, my God. That's that's so fun. Yeah. So and then I'm like. Nobody asked me to write a letter, so I guess I'm going to have to write a letter soon. You should probably write a letter. Yes, of course. Like nobody, like, he's doing it in the end. He's doing it for those girls. You're doing it for those girls. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, I mean, Jay didn't ask me because I, I, I didn't know if they wanted one for me. So, but Louie just took it upon himself to write a letter. And he's like, and he just told me, he's like, you know, baby, I hope you don't mind. You know, I wrote a letter. I was like, no. I'm like, that's so nice, you know? And then, of course, like, you know, we all... We want them to come back for the our daughters, you know, for the, for the girls. I mean, that's what they need. They need their dad, right? So yeah, well, because you know what? Even me, it's hard. I'm doing it all by myself, and then and then sometimes when I ask Louis to help, poor guy, it's like he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to say anything to the girls because he, you know, he's like I don't want them to say to me like you're not my dad or something like that, which is true, you know. It's hard being a step parent, so yeah, right. So that's why their dad. Right. They need their dad, period. Right. So the closer that they, they can be to their dad, the better. And, you know, I love that there's the possibility that you guys are talking. Maybe there's a chance you could come back sooner or later. But in the end, everything that you do and everything that Joe does is because you guys are the most amazing parents and you're doing it for those four beautiful kids. So it was just awesome for me. Like, I appreciate you two like actually coming together to talk about this. I think it was good for him to see it and talk with you about certain things that maybe you haven't talked about before or, you know, get things off of your chest. I think it was good for you to maybe hear him. And it was definitely awesome for me just to witness the two of you in that way and not in the way that we saw at the end of it. Yeah, no, I'm happy. And I'm happy you got to meet him and talk to him like in this way. Because, yeah, I mean, some people think they know Joe. I mean, a lot of people love Joe from the show and thought he was so funny and everything. And then other people think that he was an asshole. Right. And, of course, because he didn't want to film, so he was an asshole on camera. And from, you know, like like he said, it was from the drinking and all that. But, like, I know without the cameras, he was not an asshole because I, w- I would never be with an asshole. <laughs> I wanted Art, that was awesome to see. And I'm just happy. Like, can I say asshole? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm glad that we have actually, I think the first one that recorded, you said pee pee. So yeah. okay, we've actually gotten <laughs> up from pee pee to asshole. <laughs> yeah. No, like I'm just saying, I wouldn't be with someone that mistreated me. Cause first of all, that's like, if he mistreated me, my daughters wouldn't love him as much as they love him. You know what I mean? They would, they would resent him. They would not want to see him. They wouldn't be as loving towards him. Cause then they'll be like, daddy's, you know, like daddy's not a good person. Like, yeah, they would remember that, you know, but there's none of that. So that's why, you know, they remember happy 
you know, happy family that they grew up in. So it's just, you know, later on, like when all the legal issues, that's when poor kids, their life got torn upside down. But then I tried to keep it together as much as I could. We all, you know, Joe and I both did. And with the help of my parents, thank God, you know. And you did. And you're doing it now. I mean, it's not easy what you guys are going through right now still. It's like co-parents in separate freaking, you know, you're in different universes, different stages of your lives. And you guys are still making it all work for your kids. And so I just, again, appreciate you and him doing that. And it was, it was really awesome to see. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Heather Dubrow, and do I have some exciting news for you. We are launching a variety of new episodes that are going to have amazing special guests, some of my close friends, and so much more. It's going to be really fun, and we're going to get to hear from fans, new friends, and get an inside look of my world. We're really excited for you to listen and join in for Heather Dubrow's World on Podcast One. Episodes drop on Thursdays and Fridays. Tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Teresa, Christmas is a few days away, and on the bright side, Santa's ready to come, and I am not even close for Christmas and ready for it to come. What are you guys doing for Christmas? So, I have a few more gifts to get, and I'm having Christmas Eve. Now, I've had it the past two years, and um, so I'm doing like the, I do the seven fishes. Well, like I eat, I don't even count. I think I have more than seven fishes, what? but I I cook all fish. Yeah, I cook all fish. And um, the only thing Louis doesn't eat fish. The only thing he eats is, is scallops. So that is fish. But like I'm gonna probably get something else, um, you know, and or make something else for him. And um, so I'm doing that. Who's eating seven fishes? Well, it's uh, just our family. Our family. Louis's parents are coming over, and Louis's sister. So that's who's coming over. You yeah, know all that, all the girls, little Louie. But why seven fishes? Well, it's a, the Italian thing. That's what Italians do. They cook all fish on Christmas Eve. Oh, it's like an Italian. I never knew that. Oh, you never, you never knew that. I never knew that. Oh my god! Why I told seven, you. No, why seven? Because it's lucky seven. It's just a, a saying that they say seven fishes, Melissa. But it's seven different recipes of fish, like. For instance, fillet a sole in white wine, um, seafood salad, like a bacala, um, scallops in a, in a white wine, linguine in white cl- in white clams, or linguine with red sauce, like something like seven different recipes. That's incredible. Does it take you all day to cook all this? Well, I used to cook with my mom. Oh, I used to love it, but now I don't love cooking fish, so. Um, there's like this great Italian restaurant that I'm going to order it from. Good. And, then you- and, and like we tried it. We've been trying it now and it's been delicious. And um, so, yeah, it's been really good. And even when my dad was here, like we started it and he, he, he was happy with it because, you know, it's so much work to cook all yeah. that fish. And the cleaning. And, and the, co- oh yeah. You know, it's like, and then this is the thing we've been going away. So it's like, it's a lot. And then, you know, there's a lot. Yeah. So that's why it was just too much to do all of that. So now I order from great Italian restaurants and it really comes out really good. It's like perfect. So what does Louis do? Order a pizza because he doesn't like. Uh, Yeah. The only thing he loves scallops. So I'm going to order him like scallops 
in like, a, you know, whatever in the white wine sauce or something like that. And then I'll get him like maybe a chicken dish, chicken, uh-huh. chicken saltamboca or something like that. He loves that. I always love when we go out to eat and it's like this nice steakhouse or it's like, it's our, it's like Nobu or it's some, yeah. some sushi. And he's like, Hey, to the waiter, all quiet. He's like, you guys just do burgers. Here. I know he loves his cheeseburger. I know. Like, dude, you're my man. They, I mean, they eat like seven year olds, right? Yeah. Cheeseburger and fries. That's there it is. They're yeah. seven year olds. I mean, give them sex, give them some burgers, and they're set. Yeah. So then I'm, you know, looking forward to that. Louis family's coming over, and that's it. So I'm like so excited. Yeah. We had our first Christmas last year here. We moved in in October. We had our oh, first Christmas. So this right. is our second Christmas, but our first Christmas. Married, so that's right. It's your first Christmas marriage. Yeah, and Louis, you don't understand. He loves Christmas. He's he's like, a, oh my god, he goes all out for Christmas. Our house is lit up like, like um, Christmas vacation, like, like Joe Pesci's house. Remember? Yeah, and like Christmas vacation. Oh yeah, Christmas vacation. Our house is lit up like that. Last year we had three Christmas trees up. This year I'm like, babe, I got a new Christmas tree. I dig. I, I, I'm posting it on my story, so you gotta check it out. Matter of fact, I just tagged Namaste bitches on it. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, so I, I got a new Christmas tree this year. So this year we only put two Christmas trees up. I'm like, babe, two is enough, you know? Because only, yeah, only. You wanted to put last year we had three. Oh my god, I think it's a guy thing because Josh goes like buku crazy about it too. I mean, we have the house decorated. The second Thanksgiving is done, the you know lights are up. Trees coming up. Uh-huh. He does it all. I don't do a thing. Oh, see, now, I mean, with Joe, I used to do it all. I mean, no, I mean, we used to get the house lit up, but like, I mean, I would like to, I always like to decorate the tree together as a family, but um, mostly I do, I do it with Joe. I used to do a lot of it. With Louie, he helps me, which I love. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I think we were going to go away, but now I don't know if we are. And you know, I mean, this is my whole life, though. Like, I've never spent Christmas with my all my parents, right? Because they're divorced. So it was like one day I would see one set, like my dad and stepmom. The other day I would see my mom and stepdad. Oh, yeah. So that stinks. We always see Josh's mom. I was going to say, what, what do, you, do you see Josh's family? Always see Josh's mom and stepdad and aunt. And then it's just trying to like find time. My mom and stepdad are here in in LA with me, but my dad and stepmom are in Ohio. So we're trying to get my dad out here. We'll see. But yeah, it's, listen, you know, it's the bouncing back and and trying to see everybody and make, make Christmas a part, like the whole family, a part of it for the kids. Right. Cause they'll be like, why isn't grandpa here? Or when are we seeing Baba? You know, my mama, why aren't we seeing? Dad, so do you see any of your sisters? Negative. Oh wow! Like we'll FaceTime. I mean, some of them I don't want to see. Do any of them live in California? No, none. Oh, so then that's why. No. So like some of them will FaceTime. Some of them I'm would be an unmarried Christmas if I saw them. Right. And some of them, then the rest that are great, then we'll FaceTime and whatnot. But yeah, that's another thing. It's just like it stinks because you know, they have their kids and the cousins don't really get to see each other because we're here. Well, and I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, you're in California. That's, that's yeah, why, you know, it's, it's tough, but listen, 
we are just big family people like you are. So we try to do, I mean, I can literally see my parents' condo right here from when we're recording. Like they're that close. Oh, wow. My mom and stepdad are a mile and a half down this way. And Josh's mom, stepdad, and aunt are a mile and a half the other way. So, you know, we're big with the family. It's just we never have this big, huge thing because it's everyone's separate. Yeah, yeah. But I need to start thinking about it. The kids uh, are – we have Christmas tree, like, countdowns. And they're like, Mommy – X amount of days until Christmas. I'm like, shit. Every time they do it, it stresses me out even more. Because- I know. I got to get Christmas Aye. shopping done. I know. I, I, I. But as they get older, it gets easier. So, I mean, not really, because like when they're little, you get them all toys. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's the whole thing is stressful. It really is. Yeah. When they're young, you get toy cars. When you're older, you get real cars. Right. So yeah. Older is more stressful because the toy cars are a lot cheaper. cheaper right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You know why it's a little stressful? Because they know there's no Santa Claus. So I remember I was up all night the night before. She- like wrapping everything and putting everything under the tree. So, so much work for me. And I used to do it all by myself. And then it was so cute that, like, when Gia, when I went away, Gia did it. She's like, Ma, how do you do this? Yeah. She was like, Ma, now I, I love you so much. Now I know everything that you, you, you know, you've done for us, you know? Totally. They see it. Yeah. It was a, it's a lot of work. It ain't easy taking care of these little shits. But now it's easy. Now I put the gifts on as I as I get them. I put them underneath the tree, so it's easier. Yeah, they're not like, wait a minute, why did why did Santa bring gifts three days early? Right, exactly. Yes. Well, I'm so lazy that I'll just give them the Amazon box, not wrapped. <laughs> oh my god, you're too no, my you're too funny. Oh my god, I'm dying. That's so funny. Yeah, be like Santa forgot to wrap it. He's so busy. Oh my god! Yes, it's Amazon. That's the new North Pole, dear. Yes, I love that. Yes, I know some families don't wrap gifts, which that's a good thing too. They just put them underneath the tree. Listen, I try. My mom is notorious for she goes to the post office and she quote borrows the UPS boxes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she puts all of our stuff in that, and then she'll wrap it. But yeah, everyone's like, oh, we got. Something from the post office again in the UPS box. Thanks, Baba. Yeah, aw, so cute. Well, I can't wait for the start of the year. 2023, baby. We're going to kick it off. Yes, we are. So we want to just wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. We love, love, love you guys. Enjoy it with your friends and family. And we can't wait to come back in the new year, 2023. Namaste, bitches, taking over in 2023. Yes, namaste, bitches. And we'll meet you guys in person. Can't wait. Like, it's going to be an amazing year. We are going to crush this freaking year. Yes, can't wait, guys. Love, love, love. Spreading the love. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to follow, rate, review, namaste, bitches, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow us on Instagram. That's at Namaste Bitches Pod. Teresa, where can they find you? At Teresa Judice. And I am at Melissa Feaster. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. Love you. From our family, Namaste Bitches to yours. Happy holidays. Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Oh, look at that. What did we just see? Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. 
Bet from almost anywhere in D.C. with an easy-to-use app and convenient betting locations district-wide. Online, in-app, or in-person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly.